Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is where I think it's it's interesting because Ratcliffe is is rich enough to be able to do it all, but it's not Ratcliffe. It's his company, Ineos. Mm. That's that's the that's the difference there, is that Ineos Sports Group is different to Ineos, the people who sell and make and made Ratcliffe is is absolute billions. Ineos the Sports Group, Nice, would you say he's done a fantastic job at Nice? Anyone heard of where Nice are in Europe? They've job. got to run. Right. They're not fucking pulling up trees no, in Europe, are they? Let's be honest. Ineos Grenadiers, the cycling team, which they've had for a few years now, has absolutely bombed. Since they took over from Team Sky, they haven't. They've got all these things like won the Tour de France this many times and all that. They were a sponsor at the time of those things. They weren't the guys running the team. Um, the cycling stuff is all off the back of GB cycling and all that type of stuff. And I'm not sure that's got better in the last few years. Everything they've kind of touched hasn't really gotten any better. Is Ineos? They are a sponsor, I think, for Mercedes and F1, who the last two years haven't really pulled up trees either falling well behind Red Bull and all that type yeah. of stuff. So Ineos, the sports group, haven't really done anything of note that I that I know of anyway in the, in the sports that I watch. The thing, someone said to me, uh, it was earlier on last year, I made Liverpool's takeover talk and someone, the only person who's ever talked to me in person about like, Liverpool's takeover and my stance on being owned by a nation, he said, you didn't want Qatar, did you? Uh, no. Well, you're, well, when United get them, I said, well, look, they're going to have more money than us. United have always had more money than Liverpool. United's issue is not the money that they bring in. It's how they, how they spend it. And so at least if they've got... And you're right, this depends on how good they are at what they choose to do. And it's the thing. They've got to go and get in a good managing director and a good CEO. And they've got to get a, a, a good director of football. And they've got to get all those people who sit between ownership level and manager. And they can get all that right. And the manager might not be right. And it's not going to change the fact that they spent £80 million on a guy who'd only ever scored eight goals in a top European league prior, prior to that. Hi, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've got all these issues still to resolve. But if they get the people running the football club right, they can definitely they can change it. And around. then they'll be ten years behind Manchester City. Yeah, Liverpool. still, yeah, of course. So they've got they've got a long road to go. It's not going to fix. Not not none of this was ever going to fix them overnight. By the way, because you, it's there's too many things fundamental fundamentally wrong with that team. They might be able to get a short term bounce here and there, but to actually get Manchester United back to what is expected from Manchester United, that is a road. That is a long process, and it's not just about buying Kylian Mbappe. It's not just about getting Harry Maguire out the way they've got to build a, a, a more competitive squad that's got the ability to actually generate funds a little bit within it within itself as well they've got to buy players who've got room for progression they've got to stop spunking endless amounts of money on footballers who don't 
pull in the right direction for the football club who are just names because that's what they were in the 80s that's what they stopped being under, under Ferguson they got the right attitude of football in you need people who can identify who those are mm. it's not just about spending the money they get lost in this so and you think about the way smart people they could turn the corner you think about the way that City did obviously it was the second takeover that really propelled Manchester City which people tend to forget about or we don't talk about often enough but they were they were hiring Guardiola's people in and around that football club for two years before Guardiola arrived so they had a clear plan of what was going on and what they wanted to be and all that now Man United at the moment you would still question whether they're right for sports washing the project you know what I mean like they are I don't know how many trophies they've won recently, but they're a long way away from a, a league title now, 10 years or mm-hmm. whatever it, whatever it's been. So they're getting to the point where sport washing might be a thing for them and, you know, their fans and all that type of stuff, bringing in trophies, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think they need the sport washing side of things with Manchester United. I think the problem is, I thought this a little bit with a couple of different clubs, they've just about gone past the point now where they've got a generation of entitled fans who grew up winning everything and all they want is to get back to that. And you've started to see that with Liverpool's fans or a lot of a lot of people who've come to the club while it's been successful, just wanted to stay at that at all costs. So I think they, they, they were in an interesting period there where they might have been hailed as... Like we'll take we'll take being a sports washing project because we just want to have we just want our man, our man United back, which is the United the challenges every season. Again, failing to see that having all the money in the world doesn't guarantee that in the Premier League because it doesn't stop Man City having all that mm. all all of that plus all of the facilities plus all of the players the and, and, and ex- ex- exactly. Um, so there was nothing. There was no answer that was going to. There was ultimately no answer that was going to fix them. But it would have been interesting to see how their fans approached it. Their core fan base, the core you know mank fan base that have been there forever and ever, might not have got on with it. But they've got so many fans that it would have in itself caused the division in the ranks are they too big to be sports with I'd, I'd like to hope so but um, yeah, just takes a, a couple of big I wish it was Ronaldo you know they signed Cristiano Ronaldo it was well past it at that point and all of a sudden the, the Harry Potter scarves disappeared didn't they mm-hmm. because they've signed Ronaldo and they've won the transfer market and it all goes quiet for a bit um, this is a new potential failure creeping up on them because you know there's new people they have to give them time it's like getting a new manager in. What, what could you imagine? Like, let's take it from where we are today to a year's time. 25% of the club's been sold. They're running the sports operations. They get worse. What the hell do the Man United fans think at this point? They're still playing the Glazers at that point. Gary Neville certainly was still, but because they're sticking around, that's the big problem here, <laughs> is the fact that the Glazers aren't going. And you sort of both alluded to the fans. I think 99, I don't want to speak on behalf of them, but I imagine a lot of Manchester United fans, a strong contingent, would have just wanted the Glazers out at all costs and they're not getting it. Yeah. And that's why they're so fuming. Because albeit Jim Ratcliffe wants to sporting decisions and that's probably better for the long term and indeed the short term of the football club. He's already spoken about the main priority being Old Trafford. He wants to take that up to ninety thousand and he's saying all the right things because he's heard the roof first. Yeah, well he's heard he's heard the, <laughs> he's heard the dissenting voices. You, you can't ignore them because everyone's heard them. Um so he is saying the right things, he's probably getting them on side, but niggling away at them, all of them, is the fact that the glazers aren't going, and that's what this all boils down. That's why Qatar Regardless of the money, was the better option because that was a hundred percent glazed out done. So I, so if he owns twenty five percent of it, 
like, is he okay with just throwing all this money in instead of the Glazers doing it? That's my question. That's, How it, much does he earn a, back? But if there's a if there's a pathway to follow exactly, the ship, yeah. then it's the same He's difference as owning it, it okay. now. Yeah, regular that. Yeah, you're kind of def- almost deferring it. You own it, but you own it. You don't own it on paper. You own it in theory over a number of years. If, if they've got a plan to increase that share ownership every every few years, it makes kind of it makes okay. kind of no odds. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Um, I just want to get to Gary Neville's. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah, um, thesis. Yeah, <laughs> he said the, la- the news last <laughs> night of the Qatari withdrawal leaves Man United on the brink of a minority investment. Can this really work, and what impact will it have on a struggling organisation? It's worth setting out my non-negotiables on a takeover of Manchester United that I made over a year ago. Can wow. I just say first? When I looked at this on Twitter, I don't have a clue what he says here, so I'm going to sit in and brace myself. But do you know that that meme where it's like, I'm not reading that, but I'm happy for you, or yeah. I'm sad that yeah. I, that, that was yeah. my response. Yeah. I, didn't have, I, I, I was not reading all of that. So, is not Why didn't we put this out when um, Gerard Houllier got brought in as a joint manager with Roy Evans, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A number one, he wants a new sporting project. Okay. Number two, a new or redeveloped Old Trafford. Three, mm-hmm. a new training ground. Wait, what's number one? What, what do, is this? What he's saying? Yeah. So what does he want? Like what? What horse racing? Is that what he wants? He wants yeah. a Manchester United windsurfing club. Team. Yeah. Like what the fuck's <laughs> in hell? What's he asking for with number one? They're just yeah. words. Then they are. They're just, just, they, it's the first one. Make it make sense yeah, to yeah, me. Make that make, yeah, yeah. Number one. <laughs> I'm not saying he's ranked these in order, but like <laughs> you knew. I know what he's trying it's to not say. A strong start. He's trying to say that he wants like a clear vision of what that the, of direction of travel for Manchester United. Now that should be pretty fucking obvious, by the way. We want. 
want Manchester United to be competitive at the top end of football to challenge for, for titles and, and European yeah. titles. But I mean, so maybe that's not, that should be obvious. You shouldn't need that to be a non-negotiable. But but then again, I'm still just putting it out there. I'd like the Man United win the surfing club. Yeah. Man United, Crown Green Bowls Association. Yeah. Nice. Number four. Four, full de- redevelopment of the surrounding land to create a Manchester United world and an exciting fan experience. Oh, he wants roller coasters. I'm uh, on it. Yeah. <laughs> that I wouldn't agree. be anywhere near that. Isn't, no isn't support of Manchester United a bit of a shit roller coaster at the moment Absolutely. anyway? Five, pay off the debt and stop taking dividends until the above is done. I'm adding a sixth due to events in the last two to three years. The club requires leadership that is statesmanlike on major issues that enables a fairer, more inclusive and diverse game. Leadership that builds a positive environment and culture whilst adhering to the club's values and principles and one that is willing to make tough decisions to prevent an erosion in the club's public image. It doesn't feel like that one's as well developed as the others. And what I mean by that is... It's not an elevator pitch. That that is a that is a thesis in and of itself. All of which sounds great and is fundamentally not wrong because you want you know with all that more inclusive diverse game absolutely. But like, I feel, how do you define that, I, a, a statesman like leadership? I feel like number seven is I will be happy to do this role for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Is, is that what the end of this says? Yeah. What he's saying is, give me some more room to build me hotel. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Some more attractions around it, and get me involved. Get me involved in the in the doing of it all. But then again, you know, he's you know, it's a, a Salford good. Mm. No, no, they're not. They're not. They're not actually. They're struggling. Actually, I think they're not the bottom, but they must near the bottom. It's the ownership too. structure there. Yeah, yeah. Wait, it's not even him, is it? Is that is it? Peter Lim, the guy who pumps money into them. Um, yeah, I, I think one of his stipulations is actually if Man United need to loan at least two footballs to Salford every season. Okay, cool. that was one of his other ones. Yeah. Uh, how does a minority stakeholder positively impact the club to achieve the above? Can a minority shareholder have any impact on the above? It leaves more questions than answers. My preference is and always will be now for a Glazer family full exit. They have overstayed their welcome in Manchester, yet seem oblivious to this fact. Uh, there is much oh, I know, up in the air, but I threw down the following questions I'm sure fans would like answering. There will be lots more, but here's a starter for 16. I don't think faster for 16 was the phrase. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry, how much has he paid? For- <laughs> Sixteen. Yeah. How much has he Good paid for Lord. Twitter Blue? Because uh, I'm pretty sure Redman every year don't get that that amount of characters. Do, I don't need them. No, Dan, <laughs> if Dan started putting this out, I'd have a severe. I, I would have question marks over Dan's ability to use social media if he needed this many words. Uh, you can't number one. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. We've got sixteen to get through here. Oh Come my on, God, really. One, what what does the distribution of funds look like? Is all the cash being taken out of the club? I don't know what it looks like, but it sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> Two, which glazers are going, or is it a family dilution? Because all of the individual glazers own a different percentage of the shares of this as well, That's by the fun. way. How does it impact the stock exchange shareholders? Does the executive stay the same? Does the sporting side stay the same above the manager? Who within the board has sporting control? Are the future dilution clauses with the glazer family in any deal you do as a minority? Share? Jesus Christ. We maxed out on the credit card and debt. How is this deal going to change the <laughs> capital United structure? The credit card yeah. oh. How does this change the capital structure and financial issues? Is any further debt being placed on the club? Is any debt? 
debt being paid off? How does this deal impact the board composition? How does a minority shareholder impact the negative culture within the entire organization? Old Trafford is tired <laughs> and in need of significant redevelopment. Uh, how does this deal resolve this issue? Will this deal allow the development of this training ground to its required standard? Old Trafford requires significant investment on its surrounding land. Does the deal impact this requirement positively or does it leave it as a concrete wasteland? 16. How does a minority shareholder stop cultural decline across a whole organization if the people who have overseen this decline still have a majority shareholding? Anyway, here's I'm happy I didn't spend 30 minutes yeah. on my Saturday night. I feel the dark. Go to bed, Gary. Jamie Carragher, though, uh, tweeted. Uh, the paragraph that is his favourite uh, was it's worth setting out my non-negotiables on a takeover of Manchester United that I made over a year ago he said there's also a few other crackers in there as well um, <laughs> it's not like making a serious point and then one of your mates comes in and goes what's he saying what's he saying what's he doing there small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 